I'm seeing stars in champagne In January rain Wake me up from this bad dream Welcome to the show, everybody. That was uh, Lonely Heights. Uh, they're a band out of Salt Lake City. That That's called Heard It's Over. I like that song because every time I think about quitting a podcast, that song plays up in my head like, oh, man, I heard it's over. heard you quit. I heard you packed up your bags. heard you gave it all up. And that'll never be me, realistically speaking, unless I find another hobby that's more, I don't know, fulfilling. Like, uh, I don't know, I've really been thinking about beekeeping. But even then, I think I'd make a podcast about beekeeping. You got to, right? If you... You beekeep and you're not making a podcast. Are you even really beekeeping? Um, you got to be sharing that knowledge with everybody. So welcome to the show, everybody. No ads. No, I guess you would call it uh, no ads. No uh, boring announcements. Um, you can check out. I, I do sell merch on my eBay. I have a Patreon. I need to fucking renovate. It's just sitting there like an old broke down house, like fucking waiting to be changed. So wait for me. I'm going to update my Patreon. And I it'll take a while, but really, though, I'm already at episode. This is 89. I did have a secret podcast. 
which is a YouTube exclusive. Uh, so if you want to see my secret podcast, uh, which is secret podcast or anything I do that I don't post on Spotify or iTunes. So, um, because I didn't post my secret podcast, this is episode 89, which means I'm technically now 11 episodes away from episode 100. And if you listen to my secret podcast, you've Obviously, no, I'm deliberating on what I need to do for episode 100 because it's coming up and it's coming up quick and I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do for it. And to be honest, the way I put out podcasts, episode 100 could come out in 11 days. Um, It's not likely, but it's possible. So I really need to be on my toes and wits about it because unlike most podcasters, I don't really prepare or do anything. This podcast is different if you can't tell. I, uh, <clears throat> It's just me. And there's not a lot of rules really for this podcast, I would say. So um, it's kind of ruleless. It's lawless. I say whatever I want. I do whatever I want. And I, I made this this comment or this post about how the pandemic, you know, made me a monster. And it's true. The reason the pandemic made me a monster was uh, there was a time where I really sat, I'd say comfortably. And even in college, I would just let, and it sounds surprising for those who know me, I'd, cause it almost seems it's like, it's not true, but it is true. I'd, I'd let a lot of things go by, um, were, I might necessarily disagree or I wouldn't see the same way and I wouldn't even say anything. Right. Um, I was like, cool. And I think that's how I am most of the time in my social engagements. Like if you don't care about nine 11, I don't care to talk about nine 11. If you don't care about the Gulf of Tonkin, I don't care to talk about the Gulf of Tonkin. I don't, I used to, I might've not anymore. I don't inundate conversations with details and facts and trivial information. People don't want to hear typically, but if you're more than willing to listen God knows I'll uh, beat a dead horse. So uh, anyways, what I'm really trying to say here is a bunch of things. I'm trying to say a lot of things that, um, you know, in general, uh, the pandemic inspired me to speak my mind, come out. And the the, ultimately, everybody knows this, if they listen to the podcast, for two years, I was just, I don't know how to put it, just told lies, right? And if I spoke up, even interpersonally or in my family or socially or online, if I were to do that, it would have been considered like a high risk. Now the pandemic's kind of over, so I can kind of say even what I want now. But even then, when the, the pandemic was in the thick of it, right, and I could smell the bullshit from a mile away, I had people in my family completely brainwashed, still are probably, fuck for sure. And God bless them for, for who they are and what they are. Uh, but, you know, they if the, they would join a draft, that's who my family is, right? Like, they trust the system. Some of them, they, tr- they like, if, the, if someone came out tomorrow and they had a lab coat on, okay, and they told my family the sky is actually considered purple, I, I'm not winning another family argument about what color the sky is because that's how stupid some of them are when it comes to trusting authority. And I don't, it's like, you call your family stupid? Sure, why not? I like this whole world where I think we're we're politically corrected to like treat normal ideas with like respect. And let's be honest, the right or the left don't I mean there's this weird thing like who on the right or I'm going to just say bullshit's bullshit and if you're an idiot you're an idiot. I used to be really concerned 
I'll be honest, about like, oh, feelings. I don't want to come off as an asshole. You catch more flies with vinegar or with, with honey than vinegar. All that bullshit, right? And I think a lot of that's stupid. I think a lot of that's fucking lies. I think you need to call people stupid. I think you need to call people idiots. I need, and the reason why is they did that to me for two years, okay? And it almost worked, right? It almost really worked to where they're like, God, man, am I an idiot? Do I, do I not know what I'm talking about? And I almost doubted myself, but I actually never did. Everybody knows that. I never questioned my belief system about the pandemic and how I knew it was bullshit. But when there was an unrelenting flow of propaganda and I had to critically withstand that tide of bullshit for two years and just like hold my guns, like hold, not literally, but just like, oh man, they're fucking lying. The government's lying. Pharma's lying. I don't trust these fucks. I don't trust China. I don't trust America. And I just had to abandon all trust for systems, right? And it was the best thing that I ever done. And you know what people did? Because there was so much fear pumped into the, into the media, you know what people did? They clung to systems. They're like, oh my God, pandemic, pharma, where are you? Where are you, big pharma? Government, government, give me a paycheck. Tell my boss I can't go into work. <clears throat> I got a cough. You know what I mean? It was one of the dumbest two years of my life, okay? And I feel really bad for kids who lost years of their high school, even though it's just wage slave uh, training. I feel really bad for people who lost their businesses, even though, you know, maybe some of them should have been closed. You don't want to run a business? Sucks. You know, I feel bad for a lot of the, the, the overwhelming, I would call plebeians, fellow wage slaves that I've, I've grown, all, grown, grown to love, grown to work alongside. And the pandemic changed me forever because... I had really smart people telling me I was dumb, right? And I know that's not true, <laughs> right? Like you, you ever, you've ever done enough in your life to realize like, oh, I'm actually not stupid. So if you're calling me stupid, something's wrong here. You, you know what I mean? Like, for example, I never believed in masks. A lot of people call me stupid for that. Or how about, you know, I didn't ever think the vaccine was going to work. A lot of people call me stupid for that. And as we all know, the president just came down, God bless him, you know, wish him the best uh, with the vaccine. And it, it, it's come out that the president did sp spread false information. There, there are actual quotes, clips. You can grab real videos, not deep fakes, just real videos of the president saying, if you get this pharmaceutical uh, treatment called a V-A-C-C-I-N-E, you won't get sick. Well, we all know that was a fucking lie, don't we? Ha, 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 sad, and it's really sad for a lot of people who believe that. Um, and I feel really bad for all the high, quote-unquote, IQ people out there who are so fucking stupid. And it's it's sad because I was thinking about this in, in some general sense. What if the pandemic, as a, as a like people look at it as like, oh, it's a biological thing. Like they're trying to, I mean, there's so many people look at it so many different ways. I really don't give, look at it in any one particular way. But one way I've been actually rehashing the whole issue in my head, like how did, what happened? What was the outcome of the pandemic? What did it do? It actually did the opposite of what they intended for a lot of people. So for example, I went exactly 100% against the system. Um, from the very beginning. It's like I could smell Vietnam all over again. I could smell weapons of mass destruction all over again. I could smell 2003 smallpox uh, 
you know, look that up at the vaccine experimental mandatory blah 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 there's so many little things people have memory hold and have forgotten but i'm a good little research hound for myself and i've done my digging so when this little event came up again sars well, I, oh so many red flags <sighs> boom 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 i knew it was bullshit okay i knew it and i sound cocky saying it and i feel bad for everybody who didn't know it was bullshit but when you live to like i don't know live i like the the pandemic was the world series of conspiracies for me i was right and i was batting a thousand for two years straight whether you like it or not the advice i gave to family and friends who would listen was good advice and it wasn't medical advice right it was just general advice about how to live with the pandemic and i was fucking on point baby and it's amazing how that happened so let me just cut the fat. What am I really trying to say? I, I've been looking at the pandemic and was it a social experiment to make the cream rise to the top? Because here's what happened. The government did conduct a huge psychological experiment. Whether you consider the pandemic real or not, it doesn't fucking matter. It's the same thing with the Twin Towers. It doesn't matter how they went down. They fucking went down. And if you're dumb enough to believe they went down by themselves, you're stupid. I don't know. They went down with help, right? This pandemic was conducted with help. Whether the virus was real, I don't give a fuck. None of that shit fucking matters. It happened, just like 9-11 happened. Doesn't fucking matter. Look at what happened after, okay? What happened after the pandemic was a huge social experiment. And to me, I think a lot of the cream started to rise to the top. And I was wondering if they did this to shake the barrel and to see who really was awake. And I'm not, because there's people, by the way, in the conspiracy community who consider themselves awake or, you know, like alert to this shit. And then there'll be an event tomorrow and they post absolute nonsense. So, you know what I mean? Like, what do I mean by that? People post without regard and you should never post without regard. I try not to, I haven't passed, but I really haven't. Uh, Yee, what's up, buddy? Just talking about the pandemic. Uh, thanks for being back and, um, appreciate you showing up to the pod, my dude. Actually, uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, why am I talking about the pandemic again? I'm talking about how the pandemic changed my life. I'm talking about how after two years of bullshit, I couldn't bite my tongue any longer. And I decided, you know what? Fuck it. If, cause the reality is if you die and you know, there's really no journals, real notes to look at what you said or who you were, then it's kind of like a left up to speculation. And there was a part of me that didn't want that at all. I wanted the fact that A, I was right about the pandemic. B, I was upset about the infringement of our, you know, quote unquote rights. You know, I wanted all that to be on record. And the pandemic to me, uh, in, in, in closing of what I was saying, it seemed more like a behavioral psychological operation conducted by a government and people could say, well, it was about taking her rights. I think it was more about seeing who was who in the barrel of fish that is last half my senior year. There you go. You already know about it, Yee. It was absolutely stupid. So I've been thinking about how the pandemic was a way to shake a barrel and to see what things rise to the top. Like, what pisses it off? Like, and the pandemic pissed me off. And it should have pissed a lot of people off because there were things, like, if, if you lost... Uh, you're half of your senior year in high school. Are you kidding me? That's terrible. And you probably lost junior year and a bunch of other personal close lived experiences. And there's this weird thing that's that's going on now. Right. So that was a an emergency like that pandemic was an emergency. And I'm transitioning now to a new topic I covered in my secret podcast. 
in um, YouTube exclusive. So if you've already listened to my YouTube secret podcast most recently, this is all uh, I'm rehashing podcast material that I'm bringing up myself. So we were just in a, a, a two years of an emergency. We still might be in the fucking pandemic emergency. I don't know how long these emergency clauses last. Just think about 9-11. We've been in a terrorist, excuse me, a ter- an emergency about terrorists since 2001. You realize how stupid that shit is? We've been in an emergency perhaps since 2001 about terrorists. They're obviously gone. God, it's so stupid. So now we had the pandemic and that created an emergency and it gave certain authority and rights to the government and it gave them the ability to do things they otherwise would not have been able to do. That's what emergency powers always fucking do, right? And so the government, the federal government is like, I don't know, a crack at it and they always need another hit of power, baby. They need power and they need power bad. So one way governments expand their, uh, especially federal government. So in America, we have federal uh, and state and you could go local, right? And then we have our branches too. So it goes down and left and right. Uh, in my mind, it could work. I don't know how the government works in your mind as far as the way you visualize it. So we have our federal government and these fucking rat ass fat bastards are always trying to think, how can I get fat as fuck? How can I expand my power? How can I deepen my fucking fat federal government pockets? And you know what they say? Emergency powers. Well, how do you, what's an emergency? War. What's an emergency? A virus. You know what? They, they, they're running out of emergencies. Okay. Because they're sucking up all this free fucking power. So you know what they did? And this news is about two days old, maybe three days old. And I think the president made a decision on it. Uh, they thought letting the old dementia-ridden druggie was a perfect fit for president. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he would expand. Like people would, if he, think about this. When Biden, just almost barely, if there would have been one fucking climate crisis in the United States anywhere, he would have passed an emergency. But President Biden, and he did pass a lot of executive orders, apparently, um, for climate change. Fine, fine, fine. I don't, you know, it's inevitable. But what's really happening is they're pushing towards the next emergency. And if you, if you're, God help every fucking person who listens to this podcast. If you, they're throwing out problems to go fix and gain the trust of the people. Absolutely. So they need an emergency to do that. Talk about a hero complex. Certainly. So what they're going to do is. This pandemic has, I mean, it's dried up its value. It's got no fucking value, no. Like in America, at least, like they're they can't they can't squeeze any more out of us. So the next big emergency, um, they tried the domestic terrorism shooter angle, and then that kid in Indiana dropped eight shots in that dude in the mall and shut up a lot of people quick. So they cut that narrative bait, and they're still pushing climate. And the reason climate is so important is it's just like. The pandemic. You can't see it. You really can't see a crazy weather year, right? You can personally experience certain weather patterns. I saw a tornado. I saw a hurricane. I saw a wildfire. Okay. You don't see them every year. You don't experience those things too often. But in general, right? Climate crisis. How many of anybody has ever really experienced one? Maybe you lived through Katrina, but then what happened after that? Another flood? How many years are you alive where you really experienced a quote-unquote climate crisis? So what's going on is they're waiting and they're waiting. And I'm not going to be fucking surprised if they make the fucking crisis themselves because they're fucking bored, right? But they got, it's a goddamn show. So they have to make it, they got to, whatever crisis they create, 
it will ultimately uh, allow them to grab the vacuum of power that is there. And they'll, so communism, what is communism? It's an idea and it's a government, right? So that was the boogeyman. Then we had terrorism. And then we had the, the pandemic. And now we're having climate. And then it'll be aliens after climate. It's pretty obvious. Like if they can't pull off this climate thing, they're going to fucking make their own alien. And they're going to make their own alien ship. They're going to land it on Earth and make that alien king and create a new one world government. They're doing everything they fucking can. And if you are all wondering why this stuff happens, uh, they're just acting like bullies at school, create problems for the weaker kids to gain power. Absolutely. And it's all done legally. So there's going to be a climate crisis in the future, and it's going to expand the powers of the government to do whatever they fucking need to do. So just imagine there's a climate crisis. And, then, oh, you saw this happen, the Hoover Dam, boom. It had uh, some explosion. Really went, didn't go, something that affects so many people really didn't get a lot of news headlines, right? Water, power to, I don't know how many millions of people really didn't grab headlines. And meanwhile, we're talking about, I don't know, nonsense on major news networks. So the, the, the tick-tocking and the crumbling of the infrastructure of the climate crisis is, is happening. And here's something I talked about in my secret podcast that a lot of people don't even want to address. So the government is, is coming out to us, the people, and they're saying, there's a fucking climate crisis, guys. Hey, guys, the weather's crazy. And meanwhile, in the state of Utah, if you don't know this, there's, there's a codified law called cloud seeding. So in, in Utah, depending upon the fucking year, We'll increase precipitation. And uh, the way we do that is by spraying chemicals in our ear, in our ear, in our, well, they eventually do land in our hair and in our ear. But we do spray chemicals in our air through cloud seeding programs in the state of Utah. We do weather modification techniques. And so my question is to everybody who listens to this climate crisis bullshit, when are you going to start asking the government if they are making the crisis or if they're responding to it? So... That's the question. How long have they been fucking with the with the climate? Did you see the Georgia Guidestones get bombed? Absolutely. Um, I did see that. And I talked about even developing my own Guidestones in Utah. So I haven't quite started the Kickstarter for that, uh, but I am contemplating it. Um, I do. I have allocated property in Utah, central Utah. So I have about, I don't know, five acres. Um, I've been given permission. It's an empty lot. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And the only problem is once I really started thinking about creating my own guidestones in Utah, you need money. You need a lot of money. <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, and what would my guidestones in Utah be? It was kind of, I was just thinking more of a general collective, like let's, what if like humanity created guidestones? That's kind of what I wanted to do. It's got a big price tag. So uh, we'll see if we uh, do anything with it. But the Georgia guidestones, that's all interesting. Um, I'm not too worried Again, I talk about these problems and I talk about climate change and the fact that our government is actively geoengineering our climate while simultaneously telling us they might need to tax us for the climate and its changes. So there's a big problem coming to a head in the near future. So if anybody wants to talk to me about climate change, come on, let's do it. I think most people who have an opinion about climate change are fucking idiots because here's why. If you're pro, like, oh, climate change, climate change, and you don't know our government modifies the weather, you're a fucking idiot. End of story. End of fucking story. You can't be an expert in how the climate's going to shit without knowing what your government's doing to the climate. 
and spraying chemicals in the air, altering paths of hurricanes, right? Doing all kinds of fucked up shit. And I would not be fucking surprised. And I know this is possible because it's it just is, right? It just is possible to detonate a nuke in uh, the middle of an ocean and create a tsunami, right? But a tsunami isn't really related to climate, but they could make it a climate thing. So all I'm saying is people are looking for nukes. Nukes are stupid. Um, the reality is they're going to attach some fucking thing to an asteroid, crash it into Earth. They're going to do so many things to where... I think the conventional ways of thinking about a country hitting another country in the face is so, it's outdated, right? If we get attacked by Russia, China, no one will be able to know who did it. And that's kind of the whole world we live in, where there is no more blame. Um, if the United States gets hit by a rocket or an asteroid, like, well, we won't know where it came from. And that's just the way I think the world is going. And if we do know where things came from, it'll be kind of like, Remember when the this was the cra- this is one of the craziest memory hold things I just absolutely absorbed the minute the minute I fucking heard it absolute absolute minute so if you any of you remember the horrific just drop a nuke in the middle of nowhere nuclear winter solves climate change problem yeah that's like what Elon Musk says about uh, Mars too he's like we could just populate Mars and uh, what does he say he said like if you drop enough nukes in Mars you can make it habitable I don't even know if that shit's real. I'm almost positive Elon Musk is. Uh, so there's two groups of elites, and I'm I'm barely coming to the idea of this. There's the elites who don't procreate. So you got Angela Angelina Jolie, right? You got who adopts kids. You got Jennifer Aniston, no kids. You got Nan, uh, does Nancy Pelosi have kids? You just got like in Europe. You got Macron, no like French president, no kids, and then you have Elon Musk nine kids or 10 right so there's there's certain groups within the elite that they they deem like oh elon drop it drop the loads dude and then over here jennifer aniston and like angelina jolie like oh you're gonna adopt uh mccroon no dude you marry that old wench you're not gonna have kids mccroon it's not for you it's not in your playbook um so i find that aspect kind of interesting as well where like within the elites uh, they have, like Jeffrey Epstein had this weird psychological complex. Yeah, right? If she does, I wonder what they look like. You know, if she has a daughter, she's got those heavies. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a callback to, uh, fuck, Andrew Schultz. Uh, thanks, Andrew Schultz, for giving me that. Heavies, dude. Nancy Pelosi's got those heavies. She's heavy up front. You know what I'm saying? She's carrying around two dump trucks on her chest. God, dude, it must be hot. No wonder Nancy Pelosi's just a bitch. Because, like, you're in Congress that long or whatever she, the fuck she's in, and you, you're carrying around those two fucking Raytheon grade A nukes around your chest, and you don't think all these old perverts are just clawing at you? She probably hates hates it. So uh, I understand kind of maybe her anger. But uh, either way, man. What a wild world we live in. This has been an interesting podcast. Honestly, wasn't going to do it today. Um, and I say that almost every day now. But then the question becomes, well, what the fuck do I do with my time? And I find it odd. I see that um, a lot of a lot of times when I listen to podcasts, they how do you think she got her position? She got the tools. Oh, she absolutely good point. Yeah, she did. She does got those tools. Mm-hmm. 
man. And it's weird when, like, the relationship Nancy Pelosi has with her husband where, like, he's dominating the stock market. Like, that's love. You don't think that's love where, where you know all the ins and outs of our country and you look to your hubby and like, yo, I got you. What's Hey, buy this stock, sell this stock. You know, let's make you some money, hubby. So I kind of respect the, the side hustle there on Nancy Pelosi. Of course, I despise the elites. Um, and I think that they all look down at us as a whole. And a lot of people get confused. And unfortunately for them, I never... There's people who think like, oh, if if I make enough money, I can be I can be in their group. You'll never be in their group, right? Like it's kind of it's kind of like a boys and girls club, but it's it's different, right? And um, you can be invited to it, but the truth is, the only people in the club are the ones who were there first. And if you get invited, it's kind of like, well, they'll kill you too. You know what I mean? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look at the hydrochloroquine uh, manufacturer owners in Canada, the billionaire couples who were uh, suicided, murder-suicided, and how that unfolded. That happened in Canada. That was memory hold as well. So, like, you can make money. You can buy a a fucking pharmaceutical-grade factory, produce tons of pills that could save people's lives. You know what? Someone's going to come along and murder you and your fucking wife, okay? Kill you both so they can continue the pandemic. And it's a fucked up world we live in where a lot of people don't even know about that, right? Like hydrochloroquine, hydrochloroquine. Well, you hear about the two people who own the factory? I don't even want to talk about it. The goddamn thing works. I want to talk about the two people who own the factory who were fucking killed. Murder, suicide, dead. God, how'd that happen? Ain't that convenient? And then they repurposed the factory for some bullshit. Right after they died, it was like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I'm not mistaken, dude. I don't even want to fact check myself. That's all true. You can look that up. Can- Canadian billionaires. Didn't someone else do that recently and got hit with a bunch of lawsuits? Um, Probably do what? You're going to have to be more specific. Um, I'm more speaking to the two Canadian... It was a Canadian couple. They owned a hydrochloroquine. Uh, that'll probably get me flagged on the podcast. Uh, manufacturing factory, perhaps, in Canada. And they were both killed. Um, I'm not going to look it up right now because I, I, I pride myself on not looking or engaging with my computer as I podcast. So go get that a look. And it happened right at the beginning of the pandemic, too. So go figure. Um and you also have the president of Tanzania dying. You also have the president of Haiti dying. Like, there's a few. Like, I keep those ones locked in here. Boom. Anybody who questioned the pandemic or had tools to work around it were fucking killed. And uh, this is a pandemic episode again, unfortunately. This is, if I have 89 podcast episodes, 81 of them are about the fucking pandemic. Because I've only been doing this since February. Um, and quite honestly, that's when the pandemic ended. And then we moved into full-blown World War III, which fucking sucks because nobody gives a shit about the pharmacy company. Um, didn't someone else get that recently? Uh, yeah, I think the Sackler family. You might be thinking of uh, the Sackler family with the opioid crisis, which was an FDA-approved drug. <laughs> Go figure, right? And they also the Sackler family is really interesting. They had their own uh, little name place. You know the Louvre, right? It's in France. 
So the Louvre is really fucking cool, right? Oh, man. Imagine how much fucking money you need to say, I'd like my own wing, please. The Louvre. Louvre, I'd like to donate a fuck ton of money, and I'd like my name in the Louvre. You know how much money that takes? Well, you got to sell a lot of fucking Oxycontins, okay? And you got to ruin a lot of families. So the Sackler family did that. Um, And I don't know if that's who you're referencing, but go fuck them, the Sackler family. They destroyed not only uh, people I know, and I mean this, uh, they ruined a lot of people's lives in my community and throughout the the whole United States. A lot of people in my family and um, otherwise. So fuck Oxycontins. And that's the one also big reason why I I never trusted pharmacies or pharmaceutical companies. And there was this huge wave right before the pandemic of like, what's going on with the medical care industry? Why is it so fucking corrupt? And people were really kind of upset about the exorbitant prices, the price gouging. I don't know. The fact that you you go to the hospital and you get back with a bill and take you the rest of your life to pay for so there was a lot of like, I don't know, anti-medical sentiment before the pandemic kicked off. And then all of a sudden people getting Pfizer tattoos, Moderna tattoos, looking like a bunch of dumb fucking idiots. That's what they look like. Dumb fucking people. And I get it. Everybody looks fucking stupid when they're scared. I look stupid when I'm scared, for sure. Absolutely, fucking lootly, right? But they made everybody in this fucking country scared. You want to know why? They, they, the president even said this, prepare for a dark winter of death or whatever the fuck he said, right? Like, they tried to scare the fuck out of everybody. And you know what people do when they're scared? They act fucking stupid. Uh, people in my family acted stupid, still are acting stupid. People in my community acted stupid. People in my state acted stupid. It went from local, like family, all the way to the top of the level of crazy people were acting because of they. Everything was from fear. Yeah, absolutely. There were so many problems with the healthcare industry. Still are. All those problems are still fucking there. Every single fucking problem we had with the fucking healthcare industry is still there. Not solved. Nobody talks about it. But people still got Pfizer tattoos. People still... Oh, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. The fact that... Like, what was it? Medical malpractice was the third leading cause of death only a couple years ago. And people are all over here signing their lives up for fucking... And and look, I am actually against the COVID jab. I think it was 100% bullshit. And if you think it was real, if you think it helps, good for you. You're a fucking idiot, I think. I never, for example, listen to this playboy over here. Never once got tested for COVID. Never once got COVID. Never believed in it. And I don't know if I placeboed my fucking self so goddamn hard it didn't happen. I don't know, right? But when nobody else in your family gets it as well, you, you really got to start asking questions because it seems a bit weird, right? And... It's a bit odd. Like, there's this whole weird thing where um, it, it comes down to this. So the the whole, whether COVID is the COVID question is the same thing as Jeffrey Epstein. Let me break this down for people who don't get it. If you say Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, you're a fucking idiot. Let me break this down further. What just happened there is you were put into a paradigm where now he's either he's either someone who killed himself or he didn't. And the ultimate answer is he's dead, right? If you say Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, you're a fucking idiot. And the reason why is because you have two choices. He's dead or he's dead. You get that? Do you, do you get that? Okay. So they, 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 
I think only my mother got COVID, but she works in a holiday. Yeah, well, she got the flu, right? I mean, essentially, she got sick, some illness, right? Which has been around forever. We could call anything we want, right? Right now, we can call a man a birthing person. Or, you know what I mean? Like, we, you get how far we've changed definitions of things, right? Like, I could be a birthing person. We're just fucking stupid now in our country. So we've changed the, the we've changed language so much, like COVID and the flu, indistinguishable, absolutely indistinguishable. The symptoms, everything. I, uh, what's the difference? You tell me. Um, not much, dude. Absolutely not much, especially with all the variants. And like, uh, it's nauseating, and it's the same thing. Here we are. Let me break down COVID. Now, whether COVID came from a lab or a bat, it's the same thing of Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. You're admitting it is what it is. It's there, right? It is. It's COVID. It has to be. It's got to be COVID. Jeffrey Epstein has to be dead, right? He didn't kill himself. Well, when they leave you in a box with only one answer, someone else is in control. I personally don't believe Jeffrey Epstein is dead. I don't even fucking think, you know what I mean? Like, think about that. Someone with that power and connections... (laughs) <laughs> cameras went out. If he was really dead, and if he really did kill himself, the cameras didn't go out. If someone killed him, they wouldn't have a problem showing that. Like, they would want him to be an example. Like, here's a person who's killed on camera. So if anybody does what he does again, and goes against the secret society, quote-unquote, we got you, bitch. You're dead. But Jeffrey Epstein, in fact, is still alive, 100%. And if you're stuck in the paradigm of saying Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, you don't understand how this game works. They want you stuck in questions that have one answer. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself is one answer. He's dead, okay? COVID, did it come from a... Hey, did it come from a lab or did it come from a bat? Oh, get the fuck out of here. One question. How about it's not even real? How about... I had a child in 2019 of December. And it was, a, if, if I didn't have one of the most important events of my life occur right when the pandemic started, my memory wouldn't be so fucking explicit about everything. Epstein's drinking mimosas on an island. So, oh, absolutely. You think, he's having a little, yeah, he's doing some fucked up shit. A thousand percent. A thousand percent Epstein's still alive. If anyone thinks he's fucking dead, they're out of their goddamn mind. They don't understand how the world works. They don't understand people have more imagination, more creativity than them. They have so much imagination, they say, why don't we fake his death? (laughs) And you know what they say? We have trillions of dollars in our bank account. Do you think we could do it? We have policemen in our back pockets. We have prison guards in our back pockets. We have presidents in our back pockets. We have so much fucking money. Do you think we could fake a death? Oh, you bet. So if you're watching this right now, if you're listening to this right now, I need to make a recommendation for you. Um, Jeff Bezos, there's a few elites who are in on this, okay? So Jeff Bezos is in on this, obviously. He made a a reproduction of a British-based TV show called Utopia, and it's on Amazon. And I encourage every one of my listeners to go watch every fucking episode of Utopia. And I think Jeff Bezos did this and he, he funded this. He allowed it to be produced to, to give to show his hand to intelligent people. Whether you think it's I'm right or wrong about that, go fucking watch the show. Make up your own opinion. It's called Utopia on Amazon. Watch the British versions too. It is one of the best shows ever, 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 ever. One of the top, hands down. If you like conspiracies, if you like 
you know, thinking differently, go watch this immediately and then look at the year it was released. Okay. Um, I also have another big, big, Ooh, this is big. Talking about pandemic. This is big. I got five comics and I'm not a big comic guy. In fact, I've never read one fucking comic besides Akira, Akira, Akira thing. That's a manga. So I've never read one comic and I bought five comics. It's a set. And, um, so here's, here's what I found out. This five set of comments came out in 2019 and it's called contagion. And I haven't read them yet. I do plan on reading them. I, I got them over here and it's about how a virus takes away the, the superhero powers. <laughs> now you tell me how someone in 2019 wrote a, a a series, a five series comic book set or five, I don't know. I don't, you, this is how much I don't know about fucking comic books. I don't even know how to say it correctly. They wrote five, it's just a set, five issues. That's how you say it. Five issues. And the, it's called Contagion. Came out in 2019. Weird. So now look at Utopia. Look at these things I'm recommending everybody. And trust me, when I say this, I'm not going to lead you astray. And I don't think, and this is very fucking controversial. If COVID is whatever it is, I could give a fuck. Okay. Don't care if it's real. Don't care if it's not real. I could give a fuck. A single flying fuck. It could be created in a lab. It could be from a bat. I don't fucking care. And the reason I had five issues, but COVID was the real issue, right? <laughs> For real, man. You, hey, you funny. Uh, let, let me grab them real quick so you can see what I'm talking about. That's some dead air. Sorry about that, everybody. If you're listening to the podcast, you're like, fuck, what a terrible break. So this is the podcast, uh, Provo Kid, and we're about to look at this uh, this comic book. So this is called Contagion. This is uh, issue five over here. And so this would be issue one. So this is about a virus that takes over um, in New York. So kind of interesting, right? I'm not New York. What is it? I don't know what these fucking things are called. Uh, very interesting though. Um, I, I haven't read it yet and I do plan on reading it and I'm super stoked to be honest. Um, all of those comic books cost me 20 bucks cause nobody reads comic books anymore. So, so is that a lot? $20 for five comics, five, 10, 15, 20, oh, five bucks each. That seems fair. You always wonder like, did I pay too much for five comic books? Cause when you don't buy comic books, you don't know anything. So I just want to say shout out to Utopia. Go watch that on Amazon. And um, please uh, check back on my podcast when I do a review about Contagion. Um, came out in 2019. Wow. It's kind of crazy, right? Um, and they there's certain things for this. It's called, oh, and it's Marvel. Of course they know what's going on. You'd think they would, right? Of course it's Marvel. I don't even know it's Marvel. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, Contagion. I didn't even... I saw this because I saw one of them. I was at the comic book store. I was like, holy shit. What is this virus thing going on? And I was in the deep. I was in the back. The the dungeons of the comic book seller because that's where, I, you know, I honestly found an X-Files comic book one day back there. First edition, first copy. I have that. I haven't read it either, but I was like, X-Files, no fucking way, that, that's, that rips. So um, I just find myself perusing through these 
and it's I could never I spent about five minutes in the comic book section. I just, and when I saw that, boom, had to buy it. Um, and if you're wondering why I do have comic books, it's actually, I'm more surprised comic book stores still exist. Yeah, me too. I'll tell you this, dude. There are some comics that are fucking worth money too that get released. They're like trading cards, which is what I've kind of found out. Uh, comic books are super complicated and super easy to understand, I guess. Like, um, it's all about art, so... Who knows, man? I've been trying to ask questions and learn. But if you are my fan of the month, I do include comic books now every single time. So although I might not read comic books, I try to include cool one-off comic books. Like today, for example, I bought a new comic book series called Florida Man. I haven't read it. Don't plan on reading it. But I know someone might like to read it. So yeah, that's, I mean, all kinds of new comics now. Um, but I don't read them. <laughs> I buy them and I give them away. Isn't that fucking funny? To people who probably don't read them either. I've been really thinking about that. It's like, it's kind of a strange thing I do. Yeah, I play Magic the Gathering. One card, black, lotus, just sold for... Oh, wow. I, I played Magic the Gathering. I'm a... Or used to. I, I, can, I can still see myself playing online occasionally. Uh, but I love Magic the Gathering. I actually have a fake Magic the Gathering lotus, black lotus card in my uh, rare binder. Um... It's pretty obvious it's fake, but it was it was a fake like made in the 90s. <laughs> so, uh, man, I used to show people that when I was like in high school and not even high school, probably teenager. If you do play, add me. Oh, certainly ye. Um, I haven't played in a while, uh, but if I do, I definitely still have my magic account and everything. I probably, the last set I played was Crimson Vowed online if you're familiar with that. And now we're getting into the chit-chat section. If you listen to the podcast um, and you don't know, I do this live, so you do have an opportunity to come in and, and chat with me. Um, oh, wow. Is it, is it standard or legendary? What kind of tournament you got going on? Um, and now I'm getting in the weeds of things, but before, I mean, we're, we're at 46 minutes here in the podcast, so we're at the last 15-minute segment. Crimson Vow, that was a minute ago. It doesn't seem too long to me, though, right? Does it? <laughs> and I did play, I did buy a Kamigawa set, a booster box, and I opened that uh, on my YouTube. That Kamigawa set was beautiful. Um, that's awesome, man. I If I do make it out to Colorado, I'd love to play standard with you. I don't have any standard built decks, uh, but I would probably just you know, if I, I've thought about, if I do, I'll be honest with you, Yi, the next time I do a Magic the Gathering tournament, it's going to be in Las Vegas for the big Magic the Gathering tournament. You know what I mean? Like the huge events where you can eventually be, it's like, I don't know, the Texas Hold'em of Magic event. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've really thought about doing that. I think that would be super fun. But again, you just get your ass handed to you but most of the time. So when I do that event... Uh, in Vegas, if I ever do play Magic, like at the Texas Hold'em style, it's going to require a serious investment on my end. Um, but they do have different kinds of tournaments like drafts and stuff like that. So, man, I'm talking Magic the Gathering. And I'm a big Magic the Gathering fan. I do watch a few anime movies. Uh, only Studio by Ghibli, basically. That's it. And I also watch Attack on Titan. And I've been thinking about watching Dragon Ball Z again uh, just to see what I missed as a child. Um, oh, absolutely. Please do. 
I'd love to play with you in Vegas, man. Vegas is the place to be. Um, what else? There was a couple things I, Studio Ghibli, you know about it. There's a couple things I wanted to hit on. Oh, I do. Here's a couple announcements. I have a podcast coming up next week with, uh, I don't want to say things too much, but it's it's another local band, right? Another member from a local band in here in Utah. So stay on the alert for that. I also have upcoming Left Logan here in the studio. Everything's in studio going forward um, this Saturday. So if you, this is a, just a general call out to anybody who listens to the podcast. If you know anybody who would be like a good guest on the show or who would enjoy coming on the show, go to my Instagram drop their name you don't have to tag them send me a dm like hey check this person out they'd be fun to have on uh and please try to keep it realistic like i know i won't post malone on the podcast but i don't know if i'm gonna 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 get them the tanker rays i have not heard from them i actually did message them and they never messaged me back i think unfortunately with instagram when you message people and you're not in their immediate friends group you can get uh you go into like What's it called? Requested or so a lot of times people don't see my messages or at least that's what I tell myself. Uh, no, I have not heard from the tank rays, but I'm still following them, I believe. Um, so what else have we got to before we close this podcast out? It's been a good podcast. Um, a couple of people, my mom, a couple of people, it's just my mom. She She's like, why wasn't the last podcast on Spotify? And I addressed this in the beginning of my podcast. But if you don't know, um, sometimes I make a few mistakes. And when I do, uh, I just decide to not upload it to Spotify. And the mistake I made previously in my last podcast was I actually deleted the entire file. So it was a pretty big fuck up. Um, and you just got to let you got to roll with the punches. So sometimes when people talk about making podcasts, I spent an hour or whatever, an hour and a half yesterday recording myself. And of course, it's on YouTube. I can download it and blah, 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 blah. Spent three more hours uploading it again. Uh, but I'm not doing that. And I just decided to do another podcast tonight. But So yeah, that is why there is a secret podcast on YouTube. If you listen to this, pretty much I talked about the same shit. Um, climate crisis, just the fact that emergency powers, simple things. Um you know, it's the same stuff. I really, really try to, I, I try to be different every podcast, but I'm usually hitting the same topics. Um, Hey, the Tanger is don't use technology. Yeah. It sounds like my, sounds like my dad. Um, which is funny, man. I, I anticipate I, Thomas. Stop. What's up, Thomas? Yo, how's it going? We're just wrapping up the podcast. Thomas, we're in the last, uh, 10 minutes here. If you got anything to add to uh, chat, let's hear it, Thomas. Appreciate you being here. Um, and it's been a, it's been a good podcast so far. I'd say I, there were, this is the God's honest truth. I had about 20 thoughts today. I'm like, man, I can't wait to podcast. I can't fucking wait to share my thoughts. And you know what, you know what? I didn't say a goddamn thing about any of the thoughts I had today. And I always find that kind of odd where, like I was venting earlier about just different things. I'm like, God, man, this is podcast content. I can't wait to share my thoughts. And then I get on the podcast and I, 
I don't say a fucking thing. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't recall what I was thinking about or like, it's not important anymore. Or like one of the things I was venting about earlier today was parenting. Um, and I vent about parenting a lot cause I'm, I'm, uh, I consider myself as a conscious parent, but regardless, uh, it's just one of those things where you see people and you're like, fuck man, why did, and I don't want to sound rude, but like you look at some people like, why did you fucking have a kid? And not only one, but like four. And you feel bad, but when you live in Utah, you realize like a lot of people just have kids. And I'll, this is my, I really mean this. Uh, this is my unfortunate prediction for the future. I think that I'm really excited to be, oh, Thomas, hey, I'm excited for you to be joining. I was just, uh, I was just talking about you, bro. How you doing, man? Uh, I was talking about, uh, thanks for joining us, Thomas. Let's talk about you and Left Logan. Thomas is going to be here, folks, uh, for those listening live um, next week. And we're going to be talking about Comus, Music Comus, local band. And uh, it is a sport in Utah. And sometimes you look at people having kids and like, God, man, you I love kids in general. So like I never see a kid. I, I don't actually I don't really like other people's kids. And that's the God's honest truth. I can't stand other people's kids but i love the the kid energy the spirit you're like like uh it's special right to see young youth you're like ah it's beautiful but personally like i don't want to watch your kids don't care about your kids they bother me (laughs) um and it's kind of a weird thing because i love my kid on the 30th yeah we're here hey um is there any song actually i've already asked the music comus you guys need to post more of your music online Cause I I need to play. I'd like to play it for my podcast. Um, let me know, Thomas. We're gonna we're gonna play. Hey, Thomas, what song are we gonna play? If you could, by the way, Thomas, when you come to the studio, if you guys have any tracks, um, you could bring on an MP3, and I could play. Uh, I'll edit that, and we could play that before. That'd be really awesome. Um, I'd appreciate it. And uh, what was I talking about? I was talking about parenting stuff like that. But uh, those were some of the thoughts I had earlier in the day, like I really wanted to to speak about. And then I start the podcast today and it's like another COVID podcast. You're like, what the fuck, man? But um, it's not a big deal. Um, I really feel good just being here, sharing my voice. And I'm excited to have people like Thomas on the podcast. I've left Logan up this week. And what I'm really transitioning to, and I'll speak about this uh, in the last couple minutes before we close out. Um, I really believe that since the pandemic, let's bring it full circle. Since the pandemic ended, there really is an opportunity to create more in-person content, engaging podcasting material where before I feel like the past two years, everybody's been relying on zoom calls and like, Oh, that's how you do it now. Like the, the world is, uh, just zoom, right? We don't even need to be in the same room. I'm completely against that. I'm big into in-person communication, talking. And so that's where this podcast is going. Uh, we need to get something recorded. Oh, please do, bro. Please do. We need to have you guys uh, featured on the podcast. As soon as you get that song, bro, you guys are going to be uh, for sure um, on here. Uh, but I'm really big into going forward and trying to have live podcasts and focus on Provo, Utah, Utah in general. Uh, and people, if you, this is just, if anybody listens and they're not from Utah, if you make 
make it to Provo and you want to be on the podcast, somehow message me and uh, let's do something in studio. So I'm moving towards in studio, basically everything. And of course, the solo podcast, you know, it's uh, always in studio. But um, I do have a couple podcasts, maybe in the future, where I'm going to guest on where it'll be a Zoom podcast. So I'm not niche-niching the whole thing entirely. I actually do have a couple people I want on my podcast. This is a big one. I've been working on this in, in studio. Oh, we need to get something recorded in studio. Certainly. You could, you, could, you guys could jam here and record something. Um, but this is a very controversial guest I'm working on. And it's not because I believe it. Okay, so some people might be, as soon as I bring this up, some people are like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, why, why, why? I'm trying to work on bringing, and this might be one of the last uh, video Zoom type podcasts I do where I'm reaching out to somebody explicitly, but I'm, I want a flat earth expert. Not that I'm a flat earther, but if I was, I just find that conversation so fucking fun. And then if I could find even better a hollow earth expert. Oh, dude. Um, so I will say, although I've written off like video podcasting, stuff like that, there are still a few topics that I'd like just cause it's so fun to think about to have in studio. So not in studio, but through zoom. So you understand me. I don't think I'm a flat earther or a hollow earther or a ball earther. I'm just, you know, kind of here and I don't even know what the hell we're on. I really, I really don't. Okay. Um, but I'd love to hear what other people think. And if you know, what's fun, I li- the reason why I got this idea is cause I listen to a podcast with this flat earth. I'm like, God, this guy's entertaining. Whether I even believe him or not, like what fuck he's fun to talk to. Cause he really fucking is full sale on flat earth. Um, I'm a flat hollow earth. Super fun to talk about. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Okay, maybe I don't even need to bring in an expert. Dude, we got you, Thomas. Fuck yeah, bro. That's good to hear. We'll be in good company for sure then. Um, Man, not an expert. Perfect. Dude, if you're an expert, I'd be surprised. I'd be like, Thomas, an expert. Uh, Well, you'll be in good company because I'm not an expert in fucking anything uh, besides myself. That's one thing I claim to know soul authority on. I know me. Outside of that, I know nothing. Like, I don't even know the material of the sweater, but I do know me. I don't know the material I'm explicitly made out of either, which is kind of funny to think about. Like cells, that's the most basic. Th- if I was to boil down what I'm made out of cells. Either way, hey, everybody, thank you for uh, being with me. Um, Comus, I'm going to give you three bands, and you're going to pick one of them, Okay. Uh, Cardinal Bloom, Hollow Hill, and uh, fuck, what's another one that I've been given permission? And uh, Cardinal Bloom, Lonely Heights, Lonely Heights. So if you could, Cardinal Bloom, Lonely Heights, and Hollow Hill, one of those three bands, and I'll I'll pick a song and we're going to end it on that. And uh, if you're wondering why those three bands, it's because I've been given permission to share their music. So that's kind of a big thing about this podcast as well as sharing local music. So, uh, hollow Hill. Cool. Do you have a favorite hollow Hill song? Thomas. 
If not, I uh, I got a few myself. I uh, man, Thomas, we're gonna have a fun time. Thank you for being here, Thomas. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys have anything else you'd like to chat about, ask questions. Feel free, cause um, after this, we're uh, wrapping up the podcast. Great guys to talk with, dude. That was my pick too. Ah, I love it. Not for sale. Hell yeah, not for sale. Perfect, perfect. Um, thank you for both being here, Thomas. Super excited to be with you. And if you're listening now, I'm talking to Thomas Stockwell. Uh, you can find Thomas Stockwell on his Instagram at Thomas Grooves, right? So that's T H O M A S G R O O V E S, and he is a member of Comas. So go ahead, give uh, Thomas a follow, give him a check out, check out his band. And how do you, Thomas? Is is it pronounced Comas? 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 You couldn't tell me how it's pronounced because you're typing. Sorry for the retort, the 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 poor question. Um, God bless you, Thomas. Um, give him a check out. Follow uh, follow the band, everybody. And we're gonna lead out with uh, "Not for Sale" by Hollow Hill. And soon we're gonna have uh, Thomas in here playing their their tunes, their jams. I hate. Th- Sorry if you can hear me typing. It's comas. Comas. Okay. God bless you all. So